What we are going to talk about today is um, why choose consulting? So what are the answers I usually get to the question, <clears throat> why consulting? Why not something else? And uh, those answers usually come from young students who are going to pursue consulting after their graduation or they sometimes come from people who I talk to who have worked for a couple of years in the industry or as entrepreneurs and who are now uh, considering switching careers going into consulting and you know uh, having fun over there and I have a couple of uh, uh, answers here I also ran a Instagram poll and <clears throat> kind of the most interesting answers are the ones I liked most I have here in front of me and what we're going to do is first of all we're going to go through some of the nice answers <clears throat> of you guys so uh, my followers on Instagram what do you think why choose consulting what were your reasons or what are your reasons to go for consulting now and uh, after that I'm going to state <clears throat> what my reasons are and also what are some other common reasons that we missed that have not been here um, in, in your answers what are some other common reasons you often hear during maybe consulting interviews um, during during other talks uh, similar to that so let's start um, surprisingly enough a couple of you guys uh, answered that why choose consulting because of me that's very nice actually so we has uh, we have resilience 23 here uh, shout out goes out to you my man because Kevin is my idol in up and out also a uh, shout out to you because of you and uh, similarly to that we have a couple of people here Tom Burr um, Tom Burr we have Akrash Rana saying it was because of me that's very nice but let's skip to some more um, you know some more interesting and detailed answers uh, we have here <clears throat> So uh, one of my followers and uh, really cool guy, uh, really cool guy. We exchanged a couple of messages in the past. Johannes Joosten, he said, "It's an easy question. First of all, steepest learning curve available after university, and secondly, gain experience in a variety of industries." Uh, you see both points are obviously interconnected right if you look into a lot of industries you're obviously going to have a very steep learning curve um, <clears throat> and I mostly agree with this I think those are very common reasons I would add one thing I don't think it's necessarily the steepest learning curve after university it's the most standard way to get a very steep learning curve but I think if you really want to optimize for steep learning curve and you go abroad into a foreign country let's say Asia and you start a new business uh, from scratch over there you're probably going to learn even a little bit more but that always depends on you know what's your preference where do you want to go what's your vision for life like all those questions okay um, 
And that's very similar to what Akash Raigangar said. My, uh, one of my Indian follower friends, he said it's a hundred jobs within one job. And that's very true because you're, as a consultant, you're responsible for multiple um, functions. Like you have to know a little bit about sales and marketing. You have to know a little bit about how is accounting done, you know, well, how to run the numbers in the background. <clears throat> All those things are very important. So yes, it is a couple of jobs paired or combined in one job. Now, one, one answer I really liked, and that's <clears throat> really one thing I always tell people, by Lucra55, shout out to you, he said, sitting next to a chairman of a DAX company, DAX is kind of the, the largest um, listed companies in Germany, as a 24-year-old, so sitting next to a DAX chairman as a 24-year-old, only possible in management consulting. 100% agree. So even if you go to a foreign country and you start a new business, you go there as an entrepreneur, <clears throat> you're going to learn a lot, but you're not going to sit with very, or at least at the beginning, not going to sit with those very senior people in one room and going to witness the interaction because, uh, between those, you know, high status high power people. That's something you only learn in consulting and you also don't learn it, I'm very sorry, in the first years of investment banking because uh, you're more likely going to be locked away in a, uh, in a, you know, in the basement and going to hammer away on Excel models, but you're probably not going to be the guy who goes out with the uh, managing director to meet the CEO of the other company. That's not going to happen. So that's a very valid reason. Um, and let's see what else do we have here. Um, two more interesting, uh, interesting perspectives, um, some of which you might even take if you're applying for consulting um, uh, for your interviews. One, JD Schütz, shout out to you. He said, uh, because I love helping people and continuously learning new things and applying them. So learning new things, that's very obvious. We had it before, but uh, love helping people is, um, is a nice perspective to look at it because that's actually what in 90% of the cases you try to do. Only it's not always that easy, right? Because it's not very obvious to some people that you are actually trying to um, help them or help the company. Why? Because those two things are not always interrelated. Helping the company and helping one single individual in the company is not always interrelated. Sometimes it happens like the most, like the easiest example would be having to lay off people. Sometimes firms get bloated up they hire too fast and um, we see this with uh, also with very young tech companies and then what they have to do, we see it right now with Tesla for example, uh, they have to lay off people um, and now obviously you see there's no correlation whatsoever between this one guy who's standing 
next to the machine um, in the Tesla factory, getting laid off, losing his job and his existence in this moment and um, the, the firm prospering because it has lower cost. So <clears throat> those two are not always interrelated, but it's a nice, uh, nice point, love helping people. And the second one, a consultant's life, um, every, everything else seemed super confined to one specific topic, industry or function. And that uh, is a very valid point. If you take any other job, you usually always confine yourself to one specific industry or one specific function, meaning sales, marketing, accounting, whatever. Um, and you only have this variety in a couple of jobs and consulting is definitely one of them. Um, to Julius Wiesenhütter saying, why not? You know, uh, he, he replied, why choose consulting? He replied, why not? And let me know, man, you didn't go for consulting. So what, what was the reason? Would also be interesting. Maybe I'll post the story next and we'll ask you guys why not go for management consulting and we'll try to do a short video about that. So I'm just taking a look whether we have some more uh, highly specific answers here. Um, but luckily you guys like to joke around and always send me lots of very funny answers. So no, we don't have any more uh, answers that are specifically going to help you guys um, uh, pertaining to this topic. Now let's see, what are my answers? And um, I basically would like to split the answer in two parts. So first of all, why consulting? And then secondly, you have to think about specifically why this consulting firm and this uh, and both answers are interrelated. Why consulting? Basically, um, we uh, you guys mentioned all the important points and I'm just going to state what are my most important points. Um, the first one is, yes, the huge variety of topics in industry and functional uh, topics. So that's something you will, you will not find anywhere else, except for if you found a company, if you start a company, or um, maybe you, you know, of course, if you go into private equity or similar jobs, yes, you might have a wide variety of topics you have to look at and you have to dive into. But for me, it was consulting because of the second reason, which is you sit, around with a lot of um, with a lot of people on the client side who are uh, of very high status and very high power and to me this was not this was not a matter of you know sitting with the CEO and trying to network with him or maybe get a job from him or whatever you know it was more like it was it is so interesting to watch the dynamics between what happens when there, when you have three high status people sitting in the room and discussing an issue and suddenly maybe the CEO, like the highest, the silverback gorilla, he walks in. How does the dynamics, how do the dynamics in the room change? What happens in terms of how those people um, talk? 
how they act, you know, how, do, how does their body language change. Those were always fascinating to me. That's one big reason. And the third reason um, is you have highly ambitious people in, uh, in consulting. And that's something you guys, uh, actually, I think one of you mentioned it. It's cool to be around uh, highly ambitious people. And um, if we think about some of the alternatives, I picked starting a company a couple of times now within this video. If you start a company, usually you are one, two, three people. And the guys you hire are also very cool people, but um, they are necessarily most of the time confined to one um, to one specific function or one specific area of expertise and what you do when you join consulting uh, a consulting company you are around people who are more or less exactly like you except for I do YouTube videos which is highly um, you know um, not normal but um, in terms of the interests in economy and the ambitions going forward, those people are very similar like you and you have 20, 50, 100, 200 of those people around you in the office, which is a pretty cool thing. Now, the second part is um, why the specific uh, consulting company? And I'm just going to tell you a couple of things on um, on how to how to go about answering this question for you um, what I hear very often is first of all decide whether you want to go global or local so do you do you enjoy working in a international setup or is it for you more that you want to you know work uh, within your hometown in your home country this will definitely influence whether you go for the big players the large international players or you go for maybe smaller niche consulting firms that only have one or two offices um, the next thing is what is the function or what is the industry that you're interested in same thing if you say i'm a total generalist i want to see as much as possible yes go for the big players if you say you want to you know focus on digitization it might be better to go for one or two select smaller players who are only doing this from monday to friday so only digitization projects uh, think about that and then I'm going to tell you about two things that I often hear in interviews that I really like. Um, those are, first of all, um, people who know what the culture of the specific office in the specific country they are applying to looks like. So if they have some kind of inside view on how the people are um, in terms of culture, what kind of activities are taking place, um, um, basically what the whole office culture looks like, that's always very nice to hear and it's a very convincing, convincing thing. Similarly to the second thing I want to tell you about, which is if someone simply knows someone within the firm and he says, hey, I know this guy, uh, I've been working for him during my last internship, he's a cool dude and I would... If, if the guys at your firm or if he is anyhow representative of how the people 
within this firm that I'm applying to are, then this is a great choice for me. So I want to be around people who are like this guy that I already know. That's always a nice reason. For me, all of those were reasons why I chose the firm that I work at, but all of them were not the main reasons. I have three more major reasons and they are highly specific um, and we're not going to talk about them in this video, but maybe in the next one. Um, let me know what you think, uh, how you liked your answers. Um, and uh, I, I'll see you on Instagram or in the next video. So bye bye, cheers and uh, have a good day, bye.